As Pat teased on Tuesday, we have a very special guest for the Wednesday edition of the Locked On Penguins podcast with new Penguins in-game arena host Jaden Becker, and that's coming up right after this. Your Locked On Penguins, your daily podcast on the Pittsburgh Penguins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Hunter Hodes. You can follow me on Twitter at Hunter Hodes. Joined by my co-host, Patrick Damp. You can follow him on Twitter at Syndrome for Wet. And you can follow the show's Twitter at LO underscore Penguins. Of course, thank you all so much for making this your first listen slash watch of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. So, Pat, you and I have been teasing this ever since we were talking to Jaden earlier this week. And... We have him, first-time guest on the Locked On Penguins podcast, Penguins' new in-game arena host, Jaden. We really appreciate you taking the time to come on today's episode, especially because you know the teams off for the next what six days still. So it's great that we're able to have you on and talk about your first season here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, perfect time to talk uh, to talk about like January and February, where it was kind of like light on home games, especially now we're going into this All-Star break. So I figured. Great time to talk to you guys. You guys do a fantastic job on uh, Lockdown Penguins, so I'm super excited. Yeah, man, we're really excited to have you here. Um, you know, we were talking right before we hit record. Um, you know, for a long time at PPG Paints Arena and Consol Energy Center, people kind of knew that when they came into games, it was going to be uh, Selena Pompiani at, on the mic for the in arena host. And you know, with with life happening, you know, she's just welcomed her first child. She stepped away from duties, and in comes you. So. I, we just want to get, you know, your first reactions to being in Pittsburgh, being with the Penguins and, you know, what's your experience been like being the in arena host for a team like the Pittsburgh Penguins? I absolutely love Pittsburgh. There's something about this city. I moved here from Queens, New York. I was born and raised there, went to college in upstate New York and Ithaca College. And uh, now I'm here in, in Pittsburgh with the Pens. And uh, honestly, I didn't really know what to expect. I know this fan base uh, is first class. I know this organization is first class. And so coming in, I wanted to do uh, justice and service by that. And uh, I also wanted to execute on what the mission was. And the mission is for this season is uh, fun first, fans first, uh, put them in the forefront. The hockey is always going to be there. Obviously, you have superstars on the ice, but we want to highlight the superstars that are in the stands. And those are the fans. And so uh, if you notice this year, obviously we have the giant mega center hang and, and we're showing the fans as much as humanly possible. We're trying to get them rowdy. We're trying to get them crazy and give them the opportunity uh, to cheer for more than let's just say the hockey. We're trying to get them to cheer for all the fun stuff that we have going on uh, in the building. Uh, but Pittsburgh, it, it's special, man. There's, there's a certain uh, culture that comes along uh, with Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh is such an interesting part of the country where uh, it, I wouldn't call it a coastal city, but I wouldn't call it a part of the Midwest. I also wouldn't call it, 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 it it's, it's very unique. It's almost like uh, this, this melting pot of, of cultures from a bunch of different parts of, of uh, Northern America. So it, it's very exciting uh, to, to, to be a part of this. Um, you know, coming to Pittsburgh, all I really knew here was uh, about Pittsburgh was the Steelers, the terrible towel, the Penguins, they win a lot of championships and uh, they have Sidney Crosby. And then along with that, uh, the, 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 the fan base is, is rowdy, but I did my research uh, coming into uh, PBG Paints Arena, making sure I knew uh, I was up to snuff, if you will. I make sure I knew my, my history uh, before I grabbed that microphone. 
Yeah, I've, I've always said about Pittsburgh, I think it's a perfectly kept secret from a lot of people, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And once you come here, I think a lot of people just fall in love with it. But Jaden, when, when you first heard about the gig, just what had you so interested in it? What had me interested in it was the idea of being in front of 18,000. This isn't my first time doing a hosting gig. I, right. I was the host of the Bridgeport Islanders. I was the host of the Syracuse Mets. Uh, prior to that, I was in doing Frontier League stuff with the Sussex County Miners. I hosted with the Georgia Shore Blue Claws. I ran my way through Ithaca College doing a ton of uh, broadcasting work. And um, personally, I graduated in May of college. So so I, it was I either was going to go into news or I was going to go into entertainment and I'd rather cover, I'd rather do this fun entertainment stuff than cover uh, crime and gas prices. So I figured that the entertainment stuff is, and also that's where I also feel my personality uh, best fits. Um, you guys see me out there and I'm having a good time. And and for me, it's, 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 it's not work. This is fun. You know, I'm getting to have a good time with, with the fans, but um uh, Pittsburgh specifically, the, the the mindset behind it was to to integrate within a new market, uh, have some fun with the fans, and then also be a part of a as I mentioned a first class organization. You know, th- this is an organization that mess around, messes around. Uh, this, is, this is also an organization that's looking for new ideas and fun stuff to do uh, throughout the game. So the, all of it, it checked every single box from top to bottom of of what this place has to offer and um, and what the fans have to offer as well. Yeah. And you brought up uh, being in Bridgeport. You know, I've had <laughs> my stops in in minor league hockey. I did some time in it did some time like it was bad. I loved it with all my heart. But I was in the ECHL with the double A affiliate, the Wheeling Nailers. And then I moved on to the Utica Comets of the AHL. And so you've had you know, you've had your you've cut your teeth there. And also with the Syracuse Mets and doing some in arena hosting at that minor league level. What to you is kind of like the bigger differences from kind of making that step up because I know that when you're in the minor leagues, I say this about it all the time. You rarely have one job. You're doing three or four different things because it's not the the pros. It's, it, it's a local town. That's not that big and mm-hmm. everybody's got to do their part. So to you coming in from doing those jobs in Syracuse in Bridgeport, and now you come to Pittsburgh, what have you noticed or like the major differences now that you're doing this in arena hosting for, like you said, 18,000 people inside a gigantic arena. Well, the funny answer is I'm not uh, bagging trash. You know, it's not <laughs> after the game, I don't put my microphone down, take off my nice hoodie and then bag up the trash that that's there, you know, because they need help with the cleaning crew. You know, it's different here. Um, the big difference and specifically in Pittsburgh is that they expect uh, greatness. They expect you to be great. They expect you to be fun. They expect you to be energetic, uh, but they also expect you to be a part of, of of Pittsburgh. They expect you to be bleeding black and gold. And uh, maybe in the minor leagues, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more geared towards family fun on a weekend or just um, you know a random night out. There's a lot. It's a lot less risk in minor league. Uh, with Bridgeport, we could kind of get away with doing whatever we want. Same thing in Syracuse. You can get away with doing whatever you want because the sponsorship money is different. The activation numbers are different. The partnership numbers are different. Um, their goals are different as well. You know, that their focus isn't really on the the sport as it is on the fan experience. In the NHL and in the NBA and, you know, in, in the, the higher levels of, of sport, uh, the focus is not only on the, – the, the focus usually is on the what's going on in the field of play or on the court or on the ice, uh, but now also on what's going on in the stands, 
given the trend of social medias and um, you know this the, the fan interaction that you see uh, on Instagram and TikTok and stuff like that. They they want everything to be holistic. Um, so w- without trying to get too deep into like the minutia of like my mindset behind game entertainment, um, I think the biggest difference, especially in Pittsburgh, is they, is they expect the greatness, and you want and you and that helps me because I want to be great. You know, I want I want to be on that level that they expect me to be. So um, I think that's the big difference: is that every hit matters, every moment matters, and I try to treat it as such. And you obviously do quite a bit of different, you know, hits th- throughout the games in this game yeah. and all that. Which one, if you had to pick, is your favorite? Because I know you do a whole bunch of different ones, but do you have a favorite during each home game? I, I know what mine question. is, and I know. Let me hear yours. Here. Yeah, uh, it's the t- the t shirt bazooka man. That yeah. thing, like I went, I was That's there a cannon, Friday. Man. That thing goes far. <laughs> I was there. I was there Friday with a friend of mine for the game against the Panthers, and he, it was his first game this season. And I was like, "Check this thing out!" And he just was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> and, and what's so great? It, it, I, I think I agree with you. It is the Bazooka Blast. Um, it's a spectacle. It's it's not something that you see at every game. You know, the, you go you go to uh, an, another team, and you you'll see the trivia. You'll see the um, you know. The, the 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 on-screen activations but when we can do something special that's live and that gets the entire crowd involved and we're just launching t-shirts at you that are flying up 100 feet into the air everyone has the opportunity to grab one and the fans kind of come alive for that they kind of get unglued um which i think it's perfect timing we usually do that right at the start of the second period and it just gets the crowd right back into the game. It gets a few fans to go home with some great prizes and, and, and some few Let's Go Pen t-shirts. Another thing that I really love that um, that if you get there early enough, you see is our Hockey Night in Pittsburgh. It's our iteration of play ball or our iteration of, of um, gentlemen, start your en- engines. Um, for us, it's, it's a Hockey Night in Pittsburgh. And now it has evolved into something so much more than, than just getting a season ticket holder or getting a, a kid to do it. Now we're getting celebrities in the building. We got Cam Hayward. He did it one game. We had uh, Trache do it uh, to to start the season. Um, we had Kunitz. We had Adams. We had um, John Geiger most recently on Pittsburgh night. Like a big local uh, fashion designer. So like we're getting some big names in the building to do this hockey night in Pittsburgh. And like you never know who it's going to be next. You know, like we have some stuff lined up, but I can't say. But we have some stuff lined up that, that that's pretty exciting throughout the rest of the season. And it's like you, you just never know what to expect when you come to PPG. It's like, oh, my gosh, they're here and they're doing it's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. It, it, not only does it set the tone for their, the fans, but it sets the tone for the players. It, it, it gets everyone ready for a hockey, uh, without a lack of a better term, a hockey night in Pittsburgh. And uh, when we have celebrities do it, it really adds a, uh, takes it to a whole other level. Yeah, and one thing that I wanted to – ask you because you know you Mm -hmm. kind of said like you don't want to get too into the (laughs) minutiae like like i said you know like i told you i was you know i spent time with uh the nailers and then the comments in the ahl you know a lot of my friends and co-workers that i had there were in game operations which is what you know you would fall under as the in arena host and i remember you know speaking about the echl or the ahl when it's an arena that holds three to five thousand at most video board isn't as big the sponsorship deals aren't as big but they still had you know like a 30 40 50 page thick long binder of like (laughs) this is how the game is gonna go so 
for a lot of people who haven't worked in professional sports, you know, you don't have, like I said, you don't have to get into the big long minutia, but like, what does a game day look like for you when you show up at PPG paints arena on a game night? That's a fantastic question. Um, so Along with my role with the as being the in arena host, I'm also uh, working with the icebreakers. I'm building out their schedule and seeing what they do for the day. So I put them in different sections throughout the building to make sure that everyone's involved in the in the love of of game entertainment. And then along with that comes the hosting stuff. And so in the beginning, a lot of it was learning about um, what exactly are our big moments, what exactly are our big sponsors, what exactly is all that. And that that's you know prior to the season starting. And then once the season started getting into form, it's kind of gaining a rhythm, not only with yourself on the microphone, but with everyone that's up in that control room. You go up into like level seven, which is like restricted off for media, but up there is our control room. And, and there we have all of our fantastic men and women that work uh, behind the scenes uh, and then getting to learn to work with them and, and how and whose role is which and, and who operates. And then now at this point in the season, uh, a lot of it is um, coming into form from a game presentation standpoint, uh, especially for me uh, being on air. You notice that I don't, when I go out there, I don't have nothing in my hand. I don't have a piece of paper. You know, I don't have a prompter. Everything's all up in the noggin. And so that's me uh, an hour before uh, puck drop going through all the pregame reads, all the lines um, that they want said all for um, uh, marketing purposes and stuff like that. And then, uh, but honestly, go, going into the actual game itself, as long as I'm hitting the, the activation par partners, you know, then then we're good. You know, it's like a Sobe promo, Bazooka Blast, or the Ford truck, uh, whatever it may be. As long as I'm hitting those, I can kind of ad lib it out. And I try to keep it short. I try to keep it sweet. I try to make it energetic. I try to make it, you know, over the top. Uh, because I feel like that's what this job deserves, you know, the, an over-the-top personality. Uh, but then again, at the same time, I try not to, to to blow everybody up in the in the building. So it's, it's it's a balancing act, you know. You're trying to walk that razor's edge, um, and sometimes we go over, sometimes we go under. But you know, it, it's all part of the fun for me. Uh, and and a lot what keeps me going throughout all this is really the fans. You know, I I do all of this because of the fans. They they, they pay the hard-earned money to come. To this building and whether it's for the hockey whether it's for the fun we're going to try and find something for them that they're going to leave with a memory with so hopefully uh it's either a t-shirt or hopefully it's just something funny that they saw on the screen so um if we can do that and they can leave happy with a smile on their face no matter the score that means we're doing our job our job and part of the prep i think was going to be my next question Jaden. just you know how much prep work goes into you know game <laughs> at home every day because you know you even said you don't have a piece of paper you have it all in here so just what kind of goes into the prep for each home game throughout the year. Like I guess yeah. each day, I guess it's a little bit easier in hockey because uh, in baseball, it's a little bit tougher because games are back to back to back and they're all stacked up uh, in this. It's a little bit more spaced out. So um, our next game is February 6th. Uh, we're starting to build our rundowns out for that game now to see exactly what that's going to look like, where everything is going to fit. Uh, that's a special activation day. Uh, so there's going to be special things that are going to be inserted throughout the game, uh, whether that's through partnership, whether that's through DEI, whether, you know, through different aspects of, uh, of this organization, a few things will be inserted into the, into the game presentation. Um, and so every game's a little bit different than the last. So you kind of have to go through all your notes every single time, just to make sure that all your, your ducks are in a row uh, and, and you know, all your lines, but honestly, it's me sitting at my desk and I'll read through my, my paper three, four times, 
say it out loud, say it out loud, say it out loud. Um, and then take a break, go eat dinner, and then come back, read it over one more time, make sure nothing changed, check my email, make sure I didn't get anything last second. And then we go out there, you know, make sure I got nothing in my teeth from dinner. And then we go out there, you know, that, that that's usually, that's usually the role. Um, and, and what's great about live is that no one really knows what's supposed to happen. You know, like we know, like we know what's supposed to happen, but the fans, they, they, they don't know what's, what's supposed to happen. So if I flub my line or if um, I come in, you know, a few seconds too late, whatever it may be, uh, the fans don't know, but we, but we know upstairs, but uh, that, that's what makes it great. Well, Jake, this has been I, awesome so far, but we yeah. do have to take a quick break just to end this first okay. segment. Coming up in the second segment, we're going to get to plenty more questions for you because we still have quite a few to get to. But before we get to that, we got to tell you all about Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk just for a minute about preparing for real life? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than if my girlfriend got sick while a supply chain issue kept them from the life-saving medication they needed. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us. All you have to do is visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be more prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code LOCKEDON to get $20 off of your order. And we're not done. We still got to tell you all about FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super fun bets. FanDuel has so many different ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. And not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl this year between the Chiefs and the 49ers, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. All you have to do is join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm Hunter Hodes, joined by my co-host Patrick Damp with Jaden Becker, of course, the Penguins' new in-game arena host. And Pat, I know you had a question before we went to break just now, so I'm going to hand this over right to you. Yeah, and keeping it on the on the train of you know what you get to do on game nights and everything, you know, we kind of asked like what's your favorite thing so far. But I I wanted to know what has kind of been your opinion or or impression of just crowds at PPG Paints Arena because you know I've noticed I said it you know way back in the day when when the arena opened in the early 2010s, you know you had your early on corporate crowd because new arena expensive tickets all the sponsors are going to see it all the businessmen are going to get their day in in the arena and now we're back into an era where you know everyday fans are going and the the atmosphere in that arena for the last about 10 or so years has really picked up so what are what have your impressions been of the arena on a game night and just penguins fans in general penguins fans and I'm not just saying this just to say this, you know, because, you know, I, like just to say about the Penguins, but I think they're some of the greatest fans in hockey. And what makes them special is night in, night out, week in, week out, 
they show their support. This building is packed. No matter what the, the team record is, no matter what they did the last game, this building is going to be packed. And, and I think it's almost a beautiful metaphor with PPG Paints Arena, like the building itself. There's a glass facade that overlooks downtown. And it's almost uh, the idea of we have nothing to to hide about. But come in. You know, like you're, this is a welcoming environment. We want you in this building. And I completely get it. I remember back when I was a kid. Uh, I, I grew up in New York City. My my grandma's job had tickets to Rangers games, and we would often look down the lower bowl, and we see all the suits and stuff like that. Um, but in PPG, I think it's different now, you know. And, and I think if you we spent a lot of time up in the two hundreds, uh, on the upper level, and, and we talked to fans up there, and they're having a good time, and they're enjoying the new environment that that we're giving them from a fan entertainment perspective. Um, I often read online uh, uh, quotes and stuff like that of fans uh, saying that um, like, oh, like, you know, pe- uh, pe- Penguins fans don't cheer or something like that. I'm like, that's that's a lie. Like, I'm, st- I'm literally standing there every home game and they're cheering. They're also booing, you know, like they're completely invested and involved in the action that's going on on the ice. You know, like they're completely all there for that. Um, I think this new idea of, of, of fans first and this fun first entertainment uh, mindset is more geared towards maybe the casual fan, the fan that maybe this is their first time being able to go to a hockey game at PPG Paints Arena, and maybe they don't know all the rules of hockey, and maybe they, they're, they're not the biggest hockey fan, but they're a fan of fun, and they're a fan of a good night out. And so maybe that's what we're trying to offer them. But Penguins fans, especially the diehards and, and the longtime season ticket holders, they they can rock it if they want to, man. If they, if they really want to, the PPG's – roof could pop right off. So, um, you know, the, another point on, on Penguins fans as well is, is I love when I go out and I'd be going to a bar or a restaurant or something like that. And I get tapped on the shoulders, like you're that guy. Right. And like, yes, I'm that guy. I take a picture or a selfie or something like that. And you know, the, there's no fear in Pittsburgh. Like they, 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 they love interacting. They love talking. Uh, I love taking the time to talk to fans um, because that that's what it's all about. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm just getting myself a, a sandwich. And, and uh, the fact, the fact that they would go out their way to say what's up to me, that, 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 that means the world. So um, like in no other city, I think that would happen, but in, in Pittsburgh, that, that, that's what makes it special. There've been some great crowds this year. I and mean, Pat and I yeah. have been there for definitely that Panthers game, Pat. I mean, that was probably one of the Oof. top crowds of the year with how, into it, the fans were the officiating obviously was you know, <laughs> questionable to say the least, but everyone was into it at the end, especially with the six on five goal that Evgeny Malkin scored. I mean, we said it this week, it looked like Evgeny Malkin scored a goal in the Stanley Cup final in 2016 or 2017 with the way he celebrated. But going off that with all the crowds you've been there so far, Jaden, what do you feel like has been the best home game that you've been at so far this Whoa. season? If you could pick one, great, great question. Here's a few for you. Okay, so we're going to go back to opening night, Chicago Blackhawks, to be there in the building. Uh, this was my first game. We did three preseason games, but, you know, there's maybe 10,000 people there. A lot of it was kids. You know, they should, you know, that was the initiative. But this is opening night. And on top of that, Connor Bedard's, you know, r- you know rookie star. Everyone's talking about the, the rookie sensation all that. For him to face off with Sid, that building was Butts in seats, everyone watching that puck drop to start the game. And then just to take it in for a moment and to look around and to see 
everyone fully attentive. It, 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 that was a beautiful thing. And, and I think that's something that, uh, that that's pretty special about Pittsburgh. That, that, that opening night vibe was great. Uh, Halloween, the night before Halloween, I want to say October 30th, I want to say it was the Ducks game. Very weird game to mention, right? But uh, that crowd was strong. It was a Halloween night. We were dressing up in fancy costumes. I had four Ken outfits that night. That was that was my Halloween costume. Um, that, that was a really strong one. We did a, uh, a Halloween dance party on the Highmark stage where we usually see uh, Haley and Potash and them do the uh, pregame show. We moved that desk desk out and and we 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 pretty much did a dance party out there, and that was awesome to be able to to dance with the fans, have a good time. They're all dressed up in costumes. It was great pictures, all stuff like that. So uh, that that was pretty cool. Um, I would say Pittsburgh night. This last most recent one on January twenty sixth, uh, I think was our one of our best nights that we we've executed from a game entertainment standpoint, also just from the fans being willing to do it all. We did a, an incline race. We did a trolley race. We, we, yeah. Those we did, were awesome. Yeah. That, that was brand new. That was the first time we've ever done that. And, and it just shows, you know, like we're, we're willing to take risks, you know, like we're, we're willing to do it all. So it's just to see what sticks and we did it. The fans loved it. Uh, we had an awesome time and, uh, you know, I could almost argue that every home game that we do is a special one because it's always a special moment. Um, the upcoming February uh, 18th, we all know what's coming. We have Yager in the house, you know, putting up 68 into the, the rafters. And boy, if you don't have a ticket now, this is not me shilling, but if you don't have a ticket yeah. now, go like run, like please. That, that was going to be the question for you, Jaden, because yeah. that's one of the biggest nights of the season. He's a living mm-hmm. legend, finally coming back to Pittsburgh. Can you give us a little tease as to what you guys have planned for that one? Just a little one. I can't reveal too much. I can't reveal too much. I don't want to get yelled at. But what I will say is make sure you're in the building early for the entire ceremony. There's surprises during the ceremony, and there's going to be surprises during the game as well. Um, Not only is it going to be a history ride for everybody, but I I love the uniqueness and how we're, we're telling his story, the, the way that we're telling what Yager not only meant to the city of Pittsburgh, but also to the game of hockey, um, be there and be, be have your phones out ready to go because uh, we have some surprises for you. I can't, I really, I can't say too much. I, I would, I would get a big slap on the wrist, but um, I, I, I implore you to be there uh, 30 minutes before the ticket says to be there. Like be, just be, if, if you're going to, any night to, to make sure that you're in PBG Paints Arena, it's that one. You don't have to sell the two of us on Yard. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's that, that's childhood hero to us. There so there's no hard sell needed for Double J. <laughs> I should grow out the mullet, right? Maybe I should yeah. get a little flow going. I don't know. <laughs> that's what you have to do. You're going to have to bring a mullet wig in there just because yeah. of how he looked back in the 90s. Just my, for sure. just my, I have an outfit ready. So I've, I've, been, I've been trying to mix it up with the outfits every game. I got some old retro stuff, stuff like that, but there's a special one. Um, hint if, if you walk, watch that Penguins documentary, there's a special one uh, that, that might find its way. I don't want to say too much, but Pat, you watch that like 50 times a day, so I think you're gonna probably know what it is. <laughs> Listen, it's it's my comfort watch, man. Like, if 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 I'm if I'm doing stuff around the house and I just need background noise, it's it's there. I hear Mike Lang's voice and all the legends <laughs> from the Penguins, and it just it, it fills me with comfort. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think that would do it for this second segment with Jaden. Coming up to end the show, Pat and I are going to go a little around the horn with some questions about hockey, but also some questions not about hockey. But before we get to that, we got to tell you all about Factor. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie, and more, plus over 55 weekly add-ons, you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Forget frantic lunch preps and rush dinners. Factor's two-minute meals are your secret weapon in the new year fuel up fast with restaurant quality meals all delivered right to your door factor now offers loads of snack options like breakfast smoothies juices snacks and more to keep you going no matter what is on the schedule it's everything you need for a week of flavorful nutritious eats in addition to ready to eat meals they have cold pressed juices again smoothies energy brights extra protein veggie sides and so much more all we have to do is head to factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 and use code locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. That's code locked on NHL 50 at factormeals.com slash locked on NHL 50 to get 50% off. All right, we're back here on this episode of the Locked On Penguins podcast. I'm Honor Hodes, joined by my co-host Patrick Damp. Our special guest today is Jaden Becker. Pat, I know you've had this question lined up for a while, so I'm going to let you just ask it right now to Jaden. So, wore it just for the purposes of this of this episode. I got the Bret Hart shirt on. Excellence of execution, <laughs> best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. But Jaden, you and I have interacted a couple times uh, on Twitter. I know you're a big wrestling guy. I'm just getting back into it. Uh, the Yeah movement brought me back in with LA Knight. He's become like one of my favorite wrestlers and characters on TV. But I know you're a big wrestling guy. Unfortunately, uh, Penguins were at home on Saturday night, so you didn't get yeah. to watch the Rumble. <laughs> I was sitting in this very chair watching the Penguins game and the Rumble on Saturday night. So my question for you is very simple. Does Cody Rhodes finish the story yeah cody Rhodes will finish the story does it happen at this wrestlemania oh now that's the big question for me him going against seth would not finish the story for me i love the promo that rollins cut oh, it was uh, so trying good. to convince cody to to face him at, at mania and he often i remember years past it was uh the the champion wouldn't want to be faced or, you know, like they, they would be like, you know, like pick the other guy or there would be like a promo cut that, that would divert from that idea. But now it was like, face me. I want you to face me. And it's almost the idea of Rollins wanting to be in that main event of WrestleMania. But uh, the title that, that uh, Rhodes would have to win would have to be against Reigns because not only would it be winning that title, but almost in a similar fashion of his father, uh, trying to be flair, you know, or so, something like that. Like if you're going to beat somebody, you're going to beat the top guy. And will it happen at this year's mania? Yeah. I was ready for it to ha happen last year, but now that they've gone this whole way with reigns, I get, I wouldn't say scared, but it's like, they have this pretty big opportunity to set the new quote unquote record of, of longest title reign ever. And, and, and it, it could happen. It, the idea of, of having reigns go all the way to like, I think it's like 2028 
eight or something like that. Crazy. With that belt, it's almost like mind boggling and I, I almost can't even swallow it. But like the opportunity is on the table there. So I think he will finish his story. Um, I think he will win at Mania. I, the, the momentum for him is this way and then Reigns compared to where he was going into Mania last year. It's kind of on the downturn. I, I wasn't too keen on the the the, the four-way match that they had at the rumble I thought it was fine yeah. it was it didn't do anything for me because it's a match that we've seen in the past solo you know going and and, and interfering and everything like that so uh, it, it's it, it i i love roman i think he did great he's he's doing great but i'm i'm i think it's cody's time to be the quarterback of yeah, uh, man, you brought you brought up that promo with Rollins, and mm-hmm. like I remember, I watched it yesterday because uh, I had I had to go play my beer league hockey on Monday night, so I missed <laughs> Raw. But like, I just remember, like I, I I was like the crowd in Tampa with that one. I'm watching it the first. I'm like, well, no, we don't want to do this. And by the end of it, I was like, you know what? Yeah, maybe we will do. <laughs> <laughs> and just so you know how seriously I I I, I took. The rumble, I deleted all my social media. I like I hit it and I, and I, I hit all my notifications because I got people texting me saying, like, oh, they, you know, trying to spoil it for me. Nothing. I knew nothing throughout the pens game. I was wearing my Cody shirt underneath my my hoodie and I knew nothing. And then I literally literally got to my apartment, went to bed, woke up the next morning and watched it no as if it was live, knowing nothing. So I didn't get spoiled, nothing like that. And, and uh how about that? And Punk, Punk and, and, and Rhodes, little mini match at the end. It's a shame to see Punk go out with the injury. There's a, you know, a few other names that aren't going to be a part of, of, of Mania because of recent events. So it's like trying to figure out what they're going to do here moving forward. But they could, they could save it all with, with, Ray, with uh, Rhodes uh, standing tall at the end of the night. Yeah, for sure. And we could nerd out about this for hours. Yeah, we so I'm not going to subject Hunter <laughs> to that because I know that he also has a question that you guys are going to nerd out over. So I'm going to let him take that one now. It's not a wrestling question to say the least, but you know, I know you play video games, Jaden. I, I play them too. We have a common game, I should say. And for those who don't know, yes, I play Fortnite on my PC. I love the game <laughs> so much. I used to play on my Xbox. I then got a gaming PC and it's obviously five times better just because I have... Yeah the refresh rate and everything else regarding it. But Jaden, my question is when are you going to start playing build mode and not zero? Build <laughs> mode? <laughs> um, so you, we, you tweeted me about this and yes. I was all excited. I got a back-to-back ranked build dubs that night. Uh, and uh, it was, I, I was feeling good. So I wanted to tweet about it as one does. I was a Fortnite OG just so everyone knows but I was back in season two, you know, like not, uh, season one, like chap out like the early, early as you can get like the, the, as regular Fortnite as you can get. So when they brought back Fortnite OG, I was playing it again, me and my boy, uh, Christopher, we, we, we play all the time and um, yeah, it's like a good reef, like relaxing thing for me to do. But um, Did you get back to now, back zero build dubs or was back it to back games? zero build oh, rank dubs? Okay, but now I'm getting into build because you called me out straight up, and like I was thinking, man, like you see all these clips online, and like no one's posting their their zero build dubs. They're posting their when they're cranking 90s and doing crazy cone edits, and and like that's when they're posting. So that's why I feel like I got to build up to no pun intended, but that's why I got I got to I got to work up to. Um, I, I've, I have been playing a lot more build. I've been catching dubs in, in, in build. It's just like, there's no way for me to edit as fast as people with a mouse and keyboard do. There's just no way. So I, I'm figuring it out as we go. Um, 
the other day we we were working on uh, wall edits and and in in practice trying trying to get it right. You know, we want to be Fortnite legends. I think that's that. Then at the end of the day, my dream is to have my Fortnite clip play at PPG Paints Arena for the crowd to all over it. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> that would be funny. But, um, yeah, like for me, it's a relaxing thing. As a kid, I used to play a ton of Call of Duty. I, I used to play a ton of uh, – I'm still really good at MLB The Show. Uh, I, I'm a big sports games guy. Um, but now the Fortnite's pretty that, – that, that's kind of in the, 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 the flavor I'm liking lately. But, um, yeah, we got to work on these builds, man. What he's saying is that he's going to be the next Booga Pat. And if you, if you don't, you don't know who that is. Probably he won the World Cup a few years ago, just because he's one of the best players in the world. But listen, I'm I'm on my third replay of Red Dead Redemption too. So like I'm that's I'm great. Not that that's great. I wasn't a big uh, RPG guy, but like like a role playing game guy as a kid. Like I played Far Cry stuff like that. But but uh, like the shooters were in for me. And uh, but Red Dead, that's that's a great game. That's yeah, and, game and all my, all my buddies that I gamed with now have kids and everything so like <laughs> my days of playing nhl eashl are, are long gone yeah. so th- that was my that was my gaming golden age you got to end this with a little bit of hockey though Jaden. so okay. i know the penguins are outside of a playoff spot right now they're trying to get back to the playoffs yet again after missing last year and having their streak coming to an end do you guys have any early prep going for playoff games yet or is that not in the wheelhouse just yet just because they're outside of the well, top eight right now. The the mindset is that they're gonna the mindset is like they're they're, they're gonna win every game out. You know, like that's our mindset. We can't go in thinking that they're not because that would be not only a disservice to ourselves, but a disservice to the fans. We cannot give up on this team. This team has a ton of potential, guys. I know there's been struggles here and there, and there's a conversations of trade talks and everything like that. Uh, you know, Jake is is playing out of his mind, but you know, what, what are they gonna do at the deadline coming in March, all that? At the end of the day, from from my perspective, you can go talk to an analyst. You can go talk to someone that may be a little bit more hockey educated than me. But from my perspective, I, I come into the building expecting the the team to be able to, to execute to the best of their ability. I try to execute to the best of my ability. And from a game entertainment and uh, what we're presenting to the fans, well, we're ready to rock the house with energy, not only from a hockey perspective, from like, you know, let's get the boys going and everything like that, but also just to have fun as well. So all the stuff that we have prepped moving forward, there's there's no eye looking towards a, 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 a losing season. You know, like, like I said, this is a first class organization that expects greatness and the fans do as well. So we make sure we give them that. Yeah, I mean, I can only hope that you get to experience playoff hockey this year because <laughs> PBG, I think at first, Pat would probably agree with this, it was definitely not as loud as the Igloo used to be, Mellon Arena, but over the years, it definitely got a lot louder. It got closer to the Mellon Arena levels that we were used to, like when I was a kid, for example, and I hope that you're able to experience just a playoff game in there because, you know, we came close to a playoff-like crowd last year, Pat. You know that game against Washington where Evgeny Malkin scored with a minute left, and that was to really save their season for that time. That's the closest I think I've heard to a playoff crowd in the regular season. But I think it's probably going to be five times that if they're able to get in in the second half and play some really good hockey. Yeah, man. And, and seeing and seeing the way the way J- Jaden, the way you operate and how you have the ability to get this crowd going because it's we Hunter and I have been to a handful of games this year and we go as fans. We don't go as analysts. We don't sit up in press row. We get our tickets. We wear our jerseys. We cheer. We, you know, make our jokes, but you've done a phenomenal job getting the crowd amped up. And if you were to have 
a playoff atmosphere and then add in your energy, man, that building is going to rock when that puck drops. It would be pretty crazy. It would be pretty crazy. And obviously at the all, once again, I'm, I'm a very, very, very small part of it. Very, very small. I'm just a crazy guy on the microphone. And I, I, I say that as, as humbly as I can, because, uh, at the end of the day, I'm nothing without the fans. The fans are, are everything. So, uh, I give all my credit, to them because I could be Mr. Crazy. I could be Mr. Trying to get the crowd amped up, but they're the ones that are responding. So um, they want to cheer. Fans want to cheer. You know, they, they, they pay those crazy beer prices for a reason. They want to make sure that they, they get going. So uh, if I can experience that and hopefully sooner rather than later, maybe we can be uh, talking again in April about a, a crazy playoff atmosphere. Oh yeah. They have every opportunity to do that in the second half with all the games in hand and such. They just got to you know, show some more consistency, which is what Pat and I have been wanting them to do for all season so far. But Jaden, thank you so much for coming on this episode of the locked on penguins podcast. We really appreciate it. And for those that don't follow you on social media, you know, just where can they find you? You guys could find me at Jaden Becker TV on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find me at PPG Paints Arena. If you're making sure you make your way over uh, to the games, uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins have a great plan going on, our mix and match plan. You go to pittsburghpenguins.com slash mini plans. You get to mix and match five tickets throughout the rest of the season. There's a ton of great games to choose from. So make sure you're saying what's up uh, to me when we uh, link up at PPG. That's awesome, man. Again, thank you so much for coming on. Pat and I both really appreciate it. And we'll be back with another episode for you all on Thursday. And Pat, is there another guest coming on for that show? We do. And this is the little tease I'll give you uh, for everybody is if you have followed my work for a while, it's going to be a nice little reunion episode. So stay tuned for that. Maybe I'll give another hint that it's someone from the Dying Alive podcast. It's one of the two, (laughs) one of the other two. So You'll have that to look forward to on Thursday. But again, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We'll be back on Thursday.